Hey everybody, Dr. David Heideck here, and welcome to A Reason for Hope Candid, where we talk about usually what I want to talk about, but again, I have to continue with what Mariama wants me to talk about because she told me I have to talk about Lent. Not only did she tell me I have to talk about Lent, she told me I have to do a Lenten series. So that means more than one. So here I am. So we're going to talk about prayer today as the next spiritual discipline that we should be practicing during Lent. So I'm going to go back to that story of Jesus being tempted by the devil. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels charge of you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now, you might be asking right off the bat, what does that have to do with prayer? Well, I'm going to tell you. Prayer is the counterbalance to and the remedy for our sinful pride and disordered desire for power. In this story, Satan is trying to get Jesus to fall into the temptation to, to be proud, to, to show himself off, so to speak to jump off that temple and show his power. And pride, by the way, is always connected to power. In his first letter, St. John, when discussing the threefold concupiscence, mentions the pride of life. What is the pride of life? The pride of life is when we want to place ourselves in a position higher than we are. When Effectively, we want to be God. This goes back to the Garden of Eden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the first sin, the fall of Adam and Eve. Because what does Satan tempt Adam and Eve with? The promise that if they eat from the tree, they will be like gods who can know good and evil. In other words, decide for themselves what's good and what's evil, what's right and what's wrong that they will have that power, that they can make their own rules, that they could be their own people. Yo, be yourself. You do you. You know, this is what it's all about. And this is what Satan is tempting Adam and Eve with. This is the pride that comes before the fall. You know, it's significant that Jesus, in response to Satan, says, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. He's referring to himself putting the father to the test by jumping off the temple. Even though Jesus is himself God, he does not deem equality with God something to be grasped. But rather, he submits himself totally to the will of the father. Well, if pride is we want to be in charge, that it's about us, that we want to put ourselves higher than we are, that ultimately we want to be like God and be able to make our own rules and do our own thing, well then, the remedy for that is to make ourselves low, to humble ourselves. First and foremost, by doing what? By getting on our knees before Almighty God in prayer, by saying, you are God and I am not God, by saying, 
I am totally dependent on you, and I am kneeling before you, begging your mercy and begging your aid, that I am not as independent as I like to think I am. By saying, you alone are the one who is good and the one who determines what is good and evil, right and wrong, and to whom I should submit my mind and my heart and my life. That's why prayer is the remedy for pride. We get down on our knees instead of thinking that we're on top of the world. We recognize that we're totally dependent, that we are a sinner before Almighty God, in need of His mercy. And so in that sense, because we're a sinner, we can't think we're so much better than everybody else we judge. So, my friends, the question's this. How are you going to pray more this Lent? What are you going to do to humble yourself and get down on your knees? I recommend, by the way, really getting on your knees. We tend to pray in the car. You know, we're lounging in our easy chair. We're like hanging out, you know. What about getting down on our knees? It was like a, a, an old practice that when you woke up in the morning, you got on your knees and did your morning offering right next to your bed. That before you went to bed, you got on your knees and did your night prayer and did your act of contrition before you went to bed. What about getting down on our knees? This is a simple way that we can combat pride. We can counterbalance that drive to think that we're the center of the universe and that everything revolves around us and everything should. So, until next time, on A Reason for Hope Candid, God bless you, everybody. Pray hard. Hey, everybody. We got some exciting news. We have a whole new Array of Hope app and channel, a video destination where everyone can find meaningful and inspiring videos and resources to help bring them closer to God. This is available on your desktop, Roku, Apple TV, iPhones, and Android mobile phones and tablets. This channel has movies, short, faith-filled segments, live events, and programs. You've got to check it out. Sign up by going to watch.arrayofhope.net and then download the app at the App Store by just typing in Array of Hope. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of A Reason for Hope Candid. Next week's podcast episode features Mario Costabile's interview with Dr. Bob Schutz, the founder of the John Paul II Healing Center. In particular, they will be discussing how we can find psychological and even physical healing through our relationship with God, especially in light of John Paul II's Theology of the Body. If you haven't already, be sure to follow our podcast so you're always in the loop for new releases. Also, make sure to follow Array of Hope on social media and check out our music. You can find all this information in the show notes for this episode. So thanks again for listening, and we'll be with you next week for our interview with Dr. Bob Schutz titled, How Can I Find Healing? Until next time, peace be with you.